Hi, I'm Bryant Wright with Sin Relief. When you hear the words hurricane or cyclone or tropical storm, there are certain images that probably come to mind. Here in the Western world, we think of storm surges and flooded homes and possessions that have been washed away. But there are places around the globe where storms can do terribly different things, things that would be unimaginable to those of us living here in North America. In this episode of Stories of Hope, we'll travel to the island nation of Madagascar and learn what happened when not one but two major storms gave people there a whole new meaning to the term storm damage. After Batsarai, the place, uh, it, it was devastating. Houses were damaged, trees were down, villages were devastated, and food, because of the amount of rain and the type of roof they have in the houses, uh, most of the food got wet because they have thatch roof and the water leaked through or the roof came down and, and their food was damaged. When Cyclone Batsirai hit the island nation of Madagascar in January 2022, it was the strongest storm to strike the country in years. Batsirai killed more than 120 people, and then it got worse. Tropical Storm Mnati hit just a few weeks later. So, they were left, I would say the word is exposed. Exposed to not only the the elements, but they were exposed to not knowing what the future would look like in the next few weeks. Stories of Hope is a podcast about people around the world who are sharing God's love by meeting urgent physical needs. In this episode, Send Relief partner Ansel Ragunath shares about what happened in Madagascar after two tropical storms struck the island within a month. This is episode number 91. The kingdom grows when the belly is full. Batsarai had a lot of flooding. So it took uh, almost a week or two weeks for the people to actually get back to, to their homes in the low-lying area. Uh, some of the houses had uh, water up to the roof. So by the time that water settled back down, people were now starting to gather themselves and Word came that we have another storm on the way and Emnati was on its way. Batsarai brought water. Emnati brought wind. By the time the storms were gone, nearly 50,000 people had been forced to evacuate their homes. They, they, weren't, they weren't really prepared because people on the island, they don't really have access to, to the technology we have. Most of them live in villages. They, they can't track the storm. They don't know what's going on. They just sit in their houses and feel the effects of it. So there's no way, real way for them to prepare. And so when they wake, woke up the next morning, it, it was just a situation where they were in shock. And there was, a, there was a, a vast need for clean water, for rice, which is their staple uh, for, for food. Generally, there's a, lot, there's a great need for food. 
what Batsurai left weak, Emnati just took down. Relief in, in, in Madagascar will always entail, entail food to some degree. So we decided that we will provide those things for our churches to be able to, to provide meals for the believers and for, and for the neighboring community. Ansel had already done the work of planting 11 churches in the region, and he had discipled and trained leaders for those new churches. So he brought those congregations together, and they started organizing food relief efforts. The way we approached Batsurai, we just gave out food for people in need. But with Amnati, we, we provided uh, the utensils and, and the equipment that the churches would then provide the food because we wanted to begin procuring the churches to become a center of relief in the future, not only for, for, for cyclones, but for uh, other, other forms of emergencies. And because our churches are strongly built, they were able to, people who didn't have houses were able to stay in the churches and get three hot meals a day cooked by the believers. Providing food and shelter had a massive impact on how the islanders viewed the local church. It opened doors for church leaders to share the gospel. We were able to show the Jesus film and the food and being able to see children have three hot meals provided by, by believers that are working nonstop. It, it, was, it, was, it was an amazing thing to see. At my house alone, we fed 171 families, uh, totaling over 500 people. And that was something that they were, it, it was something they said in the end of it that we were so different from the government because we had everything so well organized. After opening up his own home to survivors, Ansel made sure that the children of his community were cared for. While their parents started work on recovery and reconstruction, their kids, for the first time in weeks, were given safety and security. My personal interaction has always been with the children. It, it blesses my heart to watch them sitting there eating and laughing and singing our songs. The smiles, it's, it's, an, it's, it's almost an unspoken story where a smile and, and their contentment and their joy just springs because children live in a world of wonder. And when, they, when they're surrounded in a secure environment after such a devastating storm where they were so frightened in the houses, I mean, a plate of food brings out wonder for them. But just sitting down with the children and watching their joy was the greatest thing that ever happened to me. And this joy spread into the community, crossing what were previously strict religious lines. The Islamic people, they, they actually just give their believers the rice and they never share with other people. And we have churches in heavy Islamic communities, and it was a different picture of Jesus. It was not, it was, love your neighbor as yourself. It, it just spurred the gospel in so many ways, and we could see the results of it. One church in a place called Sank has been full ever since from, from, from that time, and people continue to go. If this sounds like a happy ending to this story, that's because it is. And yet, the struggle here isn't over. Most of Madagascar's crops are now unsalvageable, and so people here will face widespread food insecurity for a very long time. After two months of Emnati, I, I think the people are discovering what you call silent devastation. 
very silent devastation because the people depend on, on the frampai, the breadfruit, they depend on the coffee, they depend on the, uh, on the, on the vasaris, which are oranges, they, be, they depend on fruit like zivi. And there's a chronology of dependency on the things that they've planted. There's a growing a silent devastation that cannot really be observed with the eye unless you really look to see it. Rather than focusing on donations, Ansel decided to try discipleship. That's why now he's training church leaders how to organize their communities and how to respond to disasters. It was, it was a time for them to develop servitude. It was a time for our leaders to develop leadership because they were just given the rice and given the instruction and they had to manage it in their churches. Listening to their stories of, of what was happening among their churches and then the result of the amount of people coming including adults and women and, and, and men filling up the churches. So I don't want it to, I, I just want to say that giving with wisdom and, and understanding when, where and how and who to give is just as important as giving. It's not just to fill a belly, but it is to make sure that the kingdom grows while the belly is full. This is Bryant Wright. Thank you for listening to this episode of Stories of Hope. If you'd like practical tips on how you and your church can reach out to people all over the world who lack the basics of life, you can visit Sin Relief online at sinrelief.org. If you haven't already done so, subscribe to Stories of Hope. You'll automatically get a new episode every two weeks. Go to Apple or Spotify Podcasts and search for Stories of Hope. And finally, if you'd like what you've heard today, rate us and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That'll help other people find us and enjoy these stories too. This is Bryant Wright with Sin Relief. Join me in two weeks for another episode of Stories of Hope.